When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. You all know how much I love interviewing musicians and rock stars, which dates back to the early 90s when I was working in classic rock radio as a DJ. So I was so excited to find out that Louis Bryce was going to be performing on Fox and Friends with his brother Lee, performing a brand new single called Product Of. The Bryce brothers are not only awesome musicians, singers, and performers, but they are all about family and the appreciation of the small town that they were raised in. Lewis came on the podcast to talk about the new song and how excited he is to finally have released an album of his own material. The video of his song is really awesome too. The inspiration was based on his parents and filmed in his hometown of Sumter, South Carolina, capturing that small town love he's a product of. The song has been streamed over 50 million times, and Lewis has been named as the artist to watch from both Rolling Stone Country and Billboard. He's also as kind as they come, so down to earth, and can I tell you, the minute I met him, he gave me a hug. I think you'll love our conversation and the story behind Product Of. Please welcome Lewis Bryce to the Janice Dean Podcast. Lewis, thanks for coming in. You were amazing on Fox and Friends. Thank you so much. How's it feel? It feels absolutely amazing. This is uh, by far my biggest platform I've been on and been able to play for. And so um, uh, to be able to do that live and with a song that's uh, my, my my album title track, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really, really amazing. So. Now, how long have you been in the business? <sighs> Well, I've been in Nashville for 17 years. Okay. And so I think uh, I, I bartended for like the first like two years, but even though I was there, I think within the first week I was in a band when I first moved there. Okay. So, so I, and I was on Can You Duet within the first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the show, CMT, Can You Duet? Yes, of yeah. course. I did that. I was on the second season. I got like top eight and whatever in a little okay. thing. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, we, I had a lot of, as soon as I moved to Nashville, I was in it. I've always, I love music and stuff like that. And then um, probably about, about three or four years in, I kind of got to a point because I was doing other odd jobs besides music and mm-hmm. I'm trying to you know pay the bills and stuff like that. And I was like, well, if I really want to do this, I got to literally just do music. And so uh, I learned about 25 songs, cover songs other than mine. And okay. then I was like, and then so I, I said, I knew if I could do 25 songs, I can cover about a three or four hour set by myself. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, I did that. I Quit everything else I was doing. I was running, and then I, I I would go down to Key West. Actually, I, I never was a big. I, I never did the Broadway thing in Nashville. Okay, I went to Key West instead, and that's where I kind of cut my teeth. I'd go down there for like two weeks at a time. And what uh, would you do? Uh, I'd play. Anywhere? Double, I'd, no, I'd play Smoke a Tuna, Lazy Gecko, Iris Kevin's, a couple different places. But I think one stint I did. I went down there for uh, in fifteen days. I went there for like two or three weeks, and I played eighteen shows in fifteen days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and when I say 18 shows, I mean 18 four-hour shows. How do you keep your voice? Well. <laughs> do you have a trick? Do you have tricks? Um, 
Mexican holy water. Really? Yeah. Okay. Where I, do you get that stuff? Well, down in Juarez, Mexico, I guess. Really? <laughs> okay. See, I'm gullible. I believe these things. Yeah. I'm like, where can I get some? No, it's uh, uh, uh it's just uh, try. You try and get as much sleep as you can. Yes. But uh, but when you you're playing eight hours of music back and mm-hmm. forth, and about, but you have uh, to take care of yourself. Yeah, you do. You do. And uh, but this was some years ago, and I was I was you know. I was rock and rolling, so I try not to do the four-hour sets anymore. Yeah. But I can if I need to. So what would you call your sound? Because I listen to your track. There is country, mm-hmm. but I hear kind of grunge, some Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it it kind of was a throwback to the 90s when I was, you know, growing up. You pinned that right on the head. Look at I, that. You really did. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for 90s rock. Yes. That's really, that's really uh, 90s music in general, country uh-huh. and rock, but... uh I I was a really when I lived in Charleston. I lived in Charleston, South Carolina for five years before I moved to Nashville, and mm-hmm. uh, and that scene was more of like a rock and roll jam yep. bandy kind of scene, like a Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh yeah, and stuff like that, Pearl uh-huh. Jam, yep. And so, but one of the bands I, that really got my influence going, you, you remember a band called Fuel? Yes, of course. Yeah. See, I used to be a classic rock DJ. Okay, so okay, I'm I'm hip to some of these. There bands. you go. There you yes. Go. So I went and saw, I love the band Fuel, and that was one of the first, uh, a song called Hemorrhage. That, they mm, did. Yep. that was the first song that I learned, rock and roll song that I learned on the guitar. And okay. uh, I was like, I thought the song was great. And then um, so in my time of living in Charleston, I went and saw them live at a place called The Plex in North Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. In Charleston. And when I saw them, when I saw Brad Sky and the lead singer go across that stage, what's going on, everybody? Let's have a good time. Are you ready to rock and roll? Yeah. And I was like, man. And just the way he showed off and the way he played, because he would rock and roll, and all of a sudden you saw them play, mm. and it was like the CD, the record, but on steroids. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. And so about a year and a half later is when I made my decision to move to Nashville. And then um, and I, with the drive, like, yeah, because I, I I got my associate's in school, uh, associate's in science, got my two-year degree. Okay. Uh, and I got that again. I was wanting to go to chiropractic school. And mm-hmm. so... Once I got my two-year degree, it's the year I got it, they changed the curriculum where you had to have a four-year degree to oh. go to three more years of school. And I was yeah. like, mm, I'm going to be a young kid. I'm going to move to Nashville, hang out with my brother for a little bit. And, and see how that works yeah, out. Yeah, see, but, and I was, I'd always, you know, I'd been writing music a little bit, but in playing different shows and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, yeah, I went to Nashville. Within a couple of weeks, I was in a band and a couple other things. And, and so, look at that. Yeah, and just... Uh, about a couple of years later, I wrote that wrote the book for me. I've been, I've been now I'm in it too deep to go anywhere else. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to do just fine. Now, obviously, you have uh, your brother to help mm-hmm. out. What was that like? Uh, were you both musically inclined? Was your family a musical family? We we do come from a very musical family. Okay. Um, uh, my mama and her sisters they grew up singing. Uh, they were actually funny enough. Uh, they, they were called the Lewis Sisters. So my first name is my mama's maiden name. Oh, yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, so my mama and her sisters, uh, they, they actually, they grew up singing in churches all around mm-hmm. you know, the Southeast, stuff like that. And so they actually, the three oldest sisters, Aunt Henrietta, Aunt Judy, and Aunt Lorie, they went to Nashville, and they went on the Music Row, and they cut a six-song gospel record. Oh, my Row. goodness. Yeah, they did. And it's, and, and, and you, there's a little picture of a little blue album record on vinyl. It's uh, it's called the Lewis Sisters. Oh, and that's so, amazing. And then what's my mom? And uh, my mom met my dad. And uh, so my dad, they, they drew him into family. And, uh, man, he just it, he never sang before. But okay. then they taught him how to sing. 
my daddy could sing the phone book, and he can like literally rattle walls with a bass. <sighs> like, but I go straight to tenor falsetto with no. <gasps> It's 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 really really crazy. But he so. must have had that in him. I don't think you can. Can you really learn how to sing? I I guess. Yeah. I mean, he did. Wow. <laughs> and so and so growing up, we always grew up. My brother and I, we grew up singing in church and growing up. That's uh, and um and even in a church camp, Camp Longridge, we're there and uh, and that's where like Lee led music there at one point. Then uh then after he had passed, I, I was in that world and I was I uh, I played. I, I led music there as well. Okay, so. but yeah, I just, I, we've all, we grew up. It was very, always around you. Always around me. Mm-hmm. And so this album and the track is about where you grew up. This whole record is a culmination of probably most of my life. Okay. Together. And so, but honestly, I mean, I, I released an you know, EP earlier and uh, in, in the years when I first started some years ago, and then I was a five or six song EP, and I, a couple singles passed then. But over the past years, my, my writing uh, and my, my music writing has gotten a lot better, I feel like. And mm-hmm. so and it kind of got to a point. We could have done a lot more singles, but I was like, man, I think it's time for me to put out a whole album, okay. a whole compilation of like some of my best work. Yeah. And uh, this whole record, it really kind of comes together as like, the product of obviously is like it's, I wrote that song with my, my mom and daddy, you yes. know, and how we how they raised us with a small town love, and uh, how that how how the small town like being in that world like how it really can you know the uh, instill great qualities into uh, growing up stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we live by, you know, uh, and so we do that. But then the rest of the record has uh, different past parts of my life breakups. Okay. Uh, Funny kind of stories, life stories. Yeah. And also where I'm at currently in my life, very much in love with my wife. Okay. So. that's That must be something, though, writing a story about a breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long does it take you to write a song? And does the music come first or do, do the lyrics come first? Uh, for me, uh Music, music for me. Okay. I, I, like a lot of times when I'm in a writer's room, I'll start playing a riff and I'll start doing a melody, and sometimes words just kind of flow out. And then I, and generally I have an idea because I always try to come to a room with an idea. And uh, it, it really depends on. Sometimes some songs get written in 45 minutes. Yeah. Some songs get written in three hours. Okay. Or or three weeks uh-huh. or you know, however long. Uh, I have one song that's called The Right Love. Okay. I actually wrote it um, whenever we first started the idea of doing the whole record. I was uh, My brother and I, uh, we built a studio at his farm, and okay. he wanted to break in the studio. And he said, hey, man, why don't you bring your band in? And, uh, why don't you break <laughs> in the studio? Before he did? Yeah. He, he said, why don't you break in the studio? I was like, well, absolutely. <laughs> so, what an honor. Yeah. So so we did that, and we, we and literally went three nights in a row. I think we started like five in the afternoon. I didn't get home every morning till like five a.m. Wow! Because you know? we worked, we worked really hard. But like on the second day, we did that again. I was kind of on the way home after you know, five a.m. riding home. I just had this idea pop in my head. I was thinking about my wife at the time, and mm-hmm. and it's how awesome she is because she supports what I do a yes. whole lot, and she loves it very much. She knows what it involves and what mm-hmm. I do, and so I was thinking about it on the way home, and I was like, man, I really am in a good 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 situation. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of different types of love out there, Yep. but I was like, what about the right love? Ah. And so I, I literally wrote it on the way. I started writing, in my brain, started writing down different phrases. I probably shouldn't text and drive. I might have been, but right now it's on But the next morning I had a write at like 11 a.m., and I went there, did my write. As soon as I walked in the write, I told my buddy Skip Black, I was like, hey, I got a song idea. He said, well, shoot it at me. And I just started playing a little riff, kind of like Sweet Melissa. Yeah, like, blah, blah, yes. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, I, I started running back here, and I was like, I just started spitting out the, the lines I had in my brain uh, the night before, and 45 minutes later, the song was done. Oh, wow. And then I got done. He said, that's a cool song. And so that night, we had one more night in the studio. I went to the studio, 
And uh, <laughs> I played it for my brother, and Lee was like, hey, we have to put that on your record like right now. And so for me, that was the fastest song from pen and paper to studio to record. Like what was his record. involvement? I know he's on the, the product of track, yeah, yeah. right? But what about the rest of the album? So my brother and I have worked together for a long time. Uh, he, uh, he's an executive producer on okay. all, all, all my stuff. Uh, my main producer is Ben Simonetti. Mm-hmm. And him and I, um, ben Simonetti, if you don't know him, he's incredible. Uh, he was uh, he actually, last Zach Brown's last record, he wrote and produced wow. every song with Zach. On Very the, strong. On the record. So, but I've known Ben from the beginning. He's helped me. He's been my producer from the beginning. And so uh, it's really it's really fun to work with him because he's like California kind of guy. Yeah. I'm super country. He's like, oh, man, Lewis, you talk kind of country. Oh, yeah, but he tries to pick on it. But, he, but he's, he lets me really be myself and mm-hmm. he knows how to bring out the best of me when it comes to music. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I trust my brother's judgment a whole lot when it comes to music because he's a intelligent, really incredible human being when it comes to music. He's very knowledgeable. And so... Him being executive producer is an awesome thing. So we'll, once we get it done, we'll send it to him. He's like, "All right, that's cool." Or, but can you do this? Yeah, and yeah. So, and, and we do it when we do it. it, it it's just really brilliant. So, yeah. um, but it's it's for me, it's a, it's a great thing to be able to work with my brother all the time. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What were you like growing up when you were kids? Well, until I was about a freshman in high school, yeah, uh, I was definitely the little brother. What's the age difference? Three and a half years. Okay. Yeah, three and a half years. He's older, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he uh, I I got beat up a lot when I was a kid. You Cause, did. Because I was about trying wrestling, but you know, whenever somebody's way bigger than you, it's kind of hard to do. <laughs> but I'm pretty feisty. Don't get it wrong. Okay. I'm twisted. Yeah. You know. Uh, and so. It kind of made it good because anybody that was my size, I could like roll over pretty quickly. Nobody could ever mess with me because I had to deal with him the whole time. He was like, I have my size. So anybody my size would just, psh, wouldn't be a problem. Right. Nah, but uh, but once it's a crazy thing. I remember it like it was yesterday. It's like, uh, it's like we're on the way to school, beginning of my freshman year in high school, and my brother was driving, me and him and my buddy Landon. And it's just whenever we, we finally became, he was like, in front of his friends, he was like, "All right, you're cool. You're, you're like growing up now. You're like now, you, now you're cool. You know, yeah. whatever it was for me. You remember like, that moment? I do. It was a very, very accepting moment. And then, uh, you know, we've always, you know, we've been brothers. You know, so, was there yeah. any rivalry at all? <sighs> yes and no. Yeah, it's always a brother rivalry. Of course. You know? I have two boys, two yeah. years apart, and they are best buddies. Mm-hmm. But there is, you know, you can tell when somebody says, "Oh, good job, Theodore." Yeah. You know, Matthew's kind of like, "What about me?" Right. <laughs> what yeah. about that job that I did? We've done a good thing. We've done a whole good job. Like that was the first thing when I moved to Nashville. I first got there, and I, as soon as I pulled up, I had my truck, my trailer packed behind me, and he was throwing kind of a party for me to move to Nashville. And I, as soon as I pulled up. Uh, I went to go get out of my truck. He walked outside, closed my door on me. He said, hey, brother, I love you. But if you're coming to this town, you're going to have to do this. You know, as Lewis Bryce, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, I'm, I'll help you out any way I can. But if you could do this, you have to do it. Yes. I'm not going to do it for you. Okay. And, and I looked at him and said, I said, thank you. 
Yes. Because that's the only way I want it to be. And, and, and like, you know, uh, we have our own separate things. And when, you yeah. hear, when you hear us live, you can definitely tell the difference. There, there is there, a difference. There's a Lewis and there's a Lee. Yeah. And, uh, but we, but I'm, I think we're both very talented in our mm-hmm. own certain way. So. I loved seeing him on your single, mm-hmm. like not only in the video, but when you were performing on Fox and Friends. It, and it, I tell you what. That came out of nowhere, honestly. I had I had already recorded the song by myself. We'd already shot a video by myself, okay. just me in it. And uh, we're you know figuring out our path, kind of like release pattern and stuff like that, and what you know budget wise what we're going to do. And all of a sudden, we had a phone call with him and everybody else, and he was like, "I don't know." He's like, "Well, what if I put my voice on this song?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah let's do it. That's absolutely." And the reason why. We did that is because it made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is about you know us. It's about us growing up, my mom and daddy, and yes. stuff like that. If it had been like a beer drinking song or a party song, it wouldn't have made no sense. Right. But this song in particular really makes a lot of sense. It really brings it home, you know, around to for me, anyways. You know, definitely, you know, family wise, it shows off. Yeah, you because know, I'm proud of my family. I'm proud yeah. of my brother. I'm proud of my mom and daddy. And so, um, and if you listen to most of my music, like my song "Blessed," uh, it's you. Like a lot of my music, really kind of comes back around to my family and how. I, I just know I'm very blessed with the family I have. I so. think it's an important message mm-hmm. now more than ever is that family is everything, mm-hmm. right? I know we look at the news and we're caught up in all of the bad stuff that's going on right now. But for me, you know, I go home and it's kind of like, this is what's most important. And mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a long time to realize that. It does. And I've noticed over the years because I mean I have a lot of friends who don't have a family yeah. like like I have yeah. and, and you know and, and and they're different but they're also they're great in their their own way mm-hmm. but um, I just really am blessed I just can, you know I, I can't imagine me growing up without a family and yeah. I have, you know so. and your parents are in the video too they are I, and, and I made that I made and again with the video I made it a very uh, a, a, a big thing. When I thought about the video, I saw it in my head when it rolled. I was like, I have to do this video in my hometown, and I have to have mom and daddy in it. Yeah. You know, and again, because that just gives it that uh that, that really authenticity. Mm-hmm. So. What would you tell a young up and coming artist that that wants to get into this business? Uh, if you dream it, if it ain't up to it, but to do it, mm. it ain't easy. Yeah. Uh, but if you could dive in, dive in, dive in hardcore, and uh, you know, if you really want to make it. Don't turn back. You gotta huh. keep, you keep on digging. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of hard days, but uh, if you're stubborn like me, hard headed, you just keep on going. And, uh, <laughs> and you have to have you people around it. you that support you as well. You were uh, talking about your wife. It wife, is that's a tough job. You know, yeah. like my husband's a fireman, which is a different kind of job. But you have to have a spouse that understands that yep. world and supports it. A spouse, a spouse, and a team. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it took me a lot. It took me a long, long time, a little while, but I, now, now finally, I feel very confident. In my team around me. Uh, uh, I've been very fortunate to have the team, my publicists, my managers, my my band, uh, all my writers. You know that I get to write with my publicist company and this that, and the other. So, I wouldn't have this product of right now without yeah. my team. Mm-hmm. And so, I really am. And my team that involves my family, my my wife, my brother, Kevin, Scott, everybody, my publicist and manager, everything. So. Uh, it's a beautiful thing that I'm very fortunate to have. Now, the song about the ex-girlfriend, does she know that song is about her? Uh, you talking best ex ever? The very first <laughs> one I put out? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Ah, but that, that, ah. is, that is kind of a half-true, okay. somewhat story. All right, all right. But it is, it's definitely about that one ex that uh, I got myself in a certain situation where I had a, uh, a, 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 a collect call. 
Yes. And so I, that's only that's the only way I could make that phone call. Okay. And so the only number I knew at the time was an ex girlfriend. Okay. From two years previous, yes. and she happened to answer that call. Okay. From Louis Price, and she helped me out in certain situations. Okay. So when I got back to Nashville, I was like, eh, I got to write a song about that one. That's so. a, that sounds like a pretty good song. Listen. Yeah. We, uh, I love my husband, but there are certain ex-boyfriends that, yeah. you know, you remember and some you don't want to remember. Right. Uh, but they're, you know, if you didn't have them, then you wouldn't be here and you wouldn't have met the other person. And that, exactly, I wrote a song called Thanks for the Heartbreak. Ah! And that's on record. And uh, that was actually the first song we put out to kind of uh, start teasing the record. And uh, that's exactly what that's about. Right. Because I've had some of those situations, some of the past girls, I was like, man, if I wouldn't, if I was still with you... <laughs> I don't know where I wouldn't. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't be as happy. Yeah. and awesome right now. So. I know. I understand that too. So. Sometimes I think about that. There would there would have been no road to where I am right now. Exactly. Yeah. So what's next? Oh man, what's next? Well, we're gonna keep on pushing this record. Mm-hmm. This is the first one, and uh, but I, my brain always I'm always in fast forward going forward, and so I've already got I've been uh, yeah I tell my people around I've already got my next list of my next album or at least my next couple four singles ready in my brain. I want to start kind of producing, putting out, or at least getting ready but right now focus is to really push this record going in next year and uh, okay start a whole thing you know what about touring touring that, yep. that that's we're, we're ready to uh, my goal is to have a tour in the spring next year okay a, a full-on tour i have to ask you about the ai thing you know like a lot what do you think <sighs> I haven't tapped into that yet. Okay. Uh, I, I I was in a write not too long ago, and this one guy I was like, "Hey man, let's just see what this happens." And he had AI up, and he said, "Idea, boom, boom, boom." And dude, it printed up, and it was like a whole cool three verses, and of course, I was like, "That's pretty scary." Yeah. You know, as as a songwriter, yes. It's like, it's like, man, how does that how does that happen that mm-hmm. quick? And so, um. It is what it is. I feel yeah. like, because at the end of the day, I feel like if I I can write a song, I feel like the authenticity of what I'm going to say in a song is going to be more authentic than AI. Mm-hmm. So. My boys are musical. They play mm-hmm. uh, piano and uh, cello. I want them to continue, mm-hmm. um, but I'll, ultimately, it's about them, right? What they want. What would you? What what advice do you have for me as a parent to kind of continue to try to foster that environment? If you want to foster that, I, I would say. Don't push it too hard. Yep. You know, if they want to do it, they'll they'll do it. Yes. You know, but and but I, and I understand if you want them to do it, you know, definitely keep pushing. At least give them give them the opportunity. Right. You know, as long as they have the opportunity, at the end of the day, it's kind of up to them if they really want to do it. You yeah. Know? You know? Did you play? You played sports too, right? I did. I played played some golf. Played a little football in high school and stuff like that. But uh, I love golf. Golf's great. You do. Yeah. <laughs> My, my granddad told me when he was he saw me playing golf when I was younger I was actually kind of decent and I, he was like man you could be on a PGA one day really I mean I can hit the ball pretty decent uh, but I still again that's kind of like uh, it, it, that's a, that's the thing you gotta you gotta really dedicate yourself to yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I have to say that I've met a lot of artists from different genres but there is something about the country music genre where I don't know you guys just seem like real people humble grateful where you mm-hmm. came from. Is that like a thing? I think it is. All most of my friends are in the country music business. I mean, that's who they are. Yeah. My brother's exactly who you see on the radio. Jared Neiman, he's exactly who you hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michael Ray, exactly who you see on. The, those are really good friends of mine, and they, they really are. I, th- I think there is authenticity into the country music world because. Um, you know, we sing about what we know. Yes. I feel like, you know, and, yep. and, and most of the guys that I know, they're, they're also writers of a lot of their own uh, material. Uh-huh. And so 
And that's why I like being writers in all my songs. I like being a writer in all my songs because I think my listener, my fan, knows if I'm singing about bullcrap or not. Yes. You know, they, yeah. they, they, can, see, they can see through the, the stuff. And so for me, I think my, my, my fans know when I'm singing the truth. And, mm-hmm. and I don't, I'm, I'm wide open when I sing. So I don't know how to, I don't know if I can sing. If, if I don't believe in it, I can't sing too hard. Well, that's interesting because what do you think about getting sort of like, do you want people to know what your politics are? Or you try to stay away for something like uh, that. I don't get into getting politics because uh, a whole lot, just because everybody has their own opinion yep. about things. And so I, I, I'm down with there. Everybody has their own right. Yes. You know, you know, everybody believe, believe how you want to believe. I'm down with that. I have my own beliefs mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, in other doors I'll talk about it. But other than that, I mean, you know, I, I, I know I put my, I put my politics, my music. That's great. And for me, it's just family and, uh, Family, life, and love. I well, I love that, mm-hmm. and uh, I think your album is going to do great. Um, it's a it's a great song, and I'm not just saying that. It really, like I mentioned, it brought me back to the '90s a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I also love what you sing about, and you could tell it comes from your heart. And I love that your brother is on it too. Um, but he really sort of lets you shine. He does. He yeah. does. And, and and this is you know, even when we did this, he was like, you know, I don't want to overshadow anything and that's why the way we produced it you know it's i'm still the shining part of it but i will say this because i have a version of it where it's just me yes and it's great it's awesome the video is great but the impact that it has it really it really brings the point across home it brings brings it brings it home with him being a part of it yeah and that's why i love it so much did you ask your mom to perform I haven't yet. Do you think you uh, might? Uh, Does point, she still the I, Lewis Brothers? Oh, I mean, hey, hey, she, hey, she can sing. She's my mama can still sing. My daddy can still sing, and so uh, you never know. You might see like a whole Bryce family little gospel thing. or something. I love know. that yeah. idea. Well, listen, thanks for coming in today. Thank Best so of luck much. on the album, and uh, I know our listeners are going to love it. Well, thank you so much. Where can I, they get all the information? Oh, LewisBryce.com. Go there. It has my website, but uh, Instagram, Spotify. It's okay, Lewis Bryce, L E W I S. Okay. R-I-C-E, Spotify, iTunes, Apple iTunes, uh, anywhere, you, anywhere you can find music. Oh, I have a lot of music out there. And also the whole album is out there right now. Good. And also, yes. uh, we're getting vinyls pressed. <gasps> yeah. Oh, we you are. know what? There is nothing like vinyl. Yeah. There really, I mean, I used to spin it. I mm-hmm. used to spin vinyl. Right. There is nothing like getting that right. The real thing. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so we're, we're getting vinyls pressed. And we're actually getting three different kinds. We're getting a standard black one. Okay. And then we're getting a special one for the music stores. I think it's orange pressed fine. Yeah. And then there's an extra, extra, extra special one. It's a camouflage pressed one. It's oh, a, very it's fancy. So, so have that. And then, uh, you know, if you go there, we got bundles right now. And if you go on my website and get your bundles right there, I can, I'll have it. I'll sign the record. Okay. And I'll sign a T-shirt and I'll send it to you. Look at that. Yeah. Well, I'll have to go on the website. Have you looked at the the downloads? Have they Have they shot up yet? Since this morning. Since this morning? Yeah. I haven't looked yet. I haven't had okay. time to look I yet. I kind of <laughs> guarantee that it's up there Let's right go. now. I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Lewis Bryce, for coming in today. Thank and you so uh, much. keep in touch, okay? Absolutely. All right. Thanks again to Lewis for joining us today. If you haven't heard his song, Product Of, I really recommend listening to it or watching the video because it really expresses and gets to the heart of what's important in life family and what they mean to us. You can't help but be touched by his message. And you can find out more about his music, tour, and merchandise by visiting lewisbrice.com.
Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.